right, welcome to the Arsenal Bite Size podcast, our first proper preview episode. We're looking at the match day two fixture at home in the Emirates versus Leicester. I'm FPL Nima and I'm joined by Clayton, my co-host. Looking forward to a quick bite-sized 10 to 15 minute preview of the match and predicted lineups, predicted scores and any other thoughts. How, how are you doing, mate? Oh, good, all oh, good. Itching to get back tomorrow. It's the first Saturday, three o'clock for a while. And um, yeah, made, making a bit of a day of it tomorrow with my mates. I'm going to head down quite early, go for a fry up, stick in the pub, have a few songs. Hopefully don't pass out from the heat and then make it over for three o'clock. So um, yeah, really excited. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, man. Um, looking forward to the weekend, to the first home game. Um, are you going to be going to the 12 pins first for the atmosphere? I think so, yeah. Although, like, yeah, that's another one. That that pub has been annoying me a bit recently, so I'm tempted to find a new home. But yeah, that that's the plan for um, that's the plan for tomorrow. I tried the Tollington a few times. I think it's a little bit more tight and squeezed. Um, I feel like the Twelve Pins has got a great atmosphere, but it is pretty rammed. Um, it's a nice walk though from Finsbury Park up to the Emirates. Isn't yeah, it? it's a really nice walk. Yeah, I really want to try the Eaglet though, because uh, you know the Ashburton Army. That's yeah. where like a lot of them drink, and obviously they've been great with like the atmosphere at the Emirates and stuff, and the the sing songs that happen. So um, I am tempted to give that one a go one day, but it's a bit further out. So yeah, but yeah, tomorrow the plan is twelve pins, soak up the atmosphere, and hopefully have a good day and a good result. I'm sure, we'll come into our predictions soon. I, I know that you have three Arsenal attacking assets in your FPL team, so <laughs> that do, might yeah. kind of shape your predicted scoreline a bit here. Well, but um, be surprised actually, but um, yeah. Okay. Oh, Williams, um, just a quick shout out to a couple of the guys tuning in. So good to see Mike Halpin here as well. Afternoon, mate. Um, Liam, my mate who I go to the matches with is here as well. Liam McColgan, Glenn Herriot, good to see you, mate. William Frick. And Williams actually secured his tickets for the North London Derby. So that's huge. First of October, going to be a massive game. Um, I'm going to keep trying on the ticket exchange for some games. But I was in a 50-minute queue today for, I think, the Everton game. And um, yeah, there's nothing there. But I did see a stat, Clayton, that was quite interesting. It said something like, 14 percent or so of like all tickets on ticket exchanges sold like in the last 24 hours and oh, really? like a big percentage of those are sold like a few hours before the match because they've um they've allowed them to be exchanged much closer i think there's a tube strike so maybe there's i'll still be able to find tomorrow. one yeah so yeah. I'll, I'll keep an eye that's a good job the tubes so are maybe right. i'll be messaging you to get to 12 pins who knows um yeah but yeah let's uh let's go into it let's go into the lineup uh against leicester so we've put the same predicted lineup as last week for the podcast listeners it's obviously what we started with in game week one against palace with ramsdale at the back zinchenko left back gabriel saliba and white to complete the back line thomas party is the six with Xhaka and odegaard either side martinelli left wing jesus striker and saka right wing um i guess there is a presser in about 20 minutes so maybe i will try to do this uh preview stream um, in the future after the presser but the only thing i've seen prior to that is some training videos and we've seen kind of Vieira, tomiasu and tieni in training um Yep. Tommy Arsu did Smith do um, was earlier in oh, the week, Smith Rowe as well, wasn't he? But yeah. they in their tweet today, they put like a tick next to Vieira um and Tommy Asu and I forgot who the third one was, but it wasn't Smith Rowe. So Tierney, yeah, I think Tierney, Tierney. sorry, yeah. So um yeah, I don't know if that was them playing games, but that's one to keep an eye on. But yeah. Yeah, so I guess the biggest question mark really is could Tierney come in for Zinchenko? Um that's one thing to think about. I'm I'm not sure he did come off the bench last game. There is like the chance. I reckon Tierney will play where we think that we're going to face tougher attacks. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe like he'd play against United. Maybe he'd play at home against Villa. Leicester, 
you know, I'll bait their defensive frailties. They do still have Vardy and they are still a bit of a threat. So I'm not too confident on a clean sheet personally, but I'm sure we'll talk about okay. that a little bit later. Um, and then the other one was White. So White was seen with like some kind of pack on his leg, but apparently that same kind of pack was on his leg last week before the match. So it doesn't yeah, sound like anything. just standard like about. muscle recovery and stuff. Yeah, so I think he's fine. Um, what will be exciting though for me is um, to see kind of hopefully Vieira's debut maybe off the bench for Odegaard yeah. or Saka. So <clears> that would be nice to have some depth finally and someone so technical. And see, we didn't get to see him in preseason. So I, I bet you're waiting for that in the flesh. Yeah, big time. I can't wait. And uh, yeah, same as you, I guess we'll probably touch on that in two slides time when we talk about score predictions and what we're expecting from the game. But yeah, I really hope we're in a position where we can afford to make a few subs and get people minutes in the tank. And I'd quite like to see Ode- uh, sorry, Vieira come on for Xhaka so he's playing with Odegaard. And hmm. yeah, it depends on game state, but something I felt we lacked last week against Palace was the ability to kind of control the ball when we were under the cosh and the death by 300,000 passes if we're in a position where we can do that tomorrow that that would be really good but yeah we'll come on to that should we touch on palaces i've got them stuck in my head yeah <laughs> leicester's lineup from um brentford last week yes yeah, so, so this was obviously the team that played brentford last week in the 2-2 um they didn't manage to hold on to their lead um they, they only scraped a point in the end interestingly um it does look it like a kind the, of yeah off for the podcast listeners yeah I was gonna say, it looks like a bit of a back three with two wing backs so You've got Ward in goal with Amity Evans and Fofana as the centre-backs. And then Justin, left wing-back, Castagna, right wing-back. Midfield three of Dewsbury, Hall, and Didi and Tielemans. Madison is like a lone 10 with feeding Vardy as a lone striker. So it is quite a defensive lineup. I wonder if they do the same against us. Um, so I did speak to... There's a, a Leicester fan at work that I spoke to. He goes home and away. Um, the Planet FPL correspondent, I messaged him to see what he was thinking. And the FPL Fox as well, I speak to him a fair bit. Mm-hmm. And um, all of them thought that the lineup would be pretty much unchanged. But apparently Amati dropped a bit of a stinker last week. So they thought the only potential change could be Suyuncu coming in. Um, so That's yeah, a structurally, shout, yeah. yeah, structurally, they all said they think they'll be the same. They couldn't see them going with two up top with Ian Atro against us and they'll go with this system and I was just thinking in terms of like positional matchups obviously like you said it's a back three but out of possession that that they're going to be like a back five aren't they and they're going to yeah. look to try and hit us on the break that their wing backs are like pacey and powerful so the way I'm thinking the game might go and how we're going to approach it is similar to the severe start you know that two three five we were building with with the mm-hmm. fullbacks inverted i think we're going to look to approach the game that way and really start quickly like we did against palace last week because that two three five it's it's high risk high reward isn't it you're, you're banking on pinning leicester back and i think with people like martinelli and saka what we're going to it's a bit of a chess game we're going to look to hopefully ping back their wing backs because that's probably their most prominent attacking threat and then hopefully so like defending will... on the forward line, essentially, like trying yeah. to play the game in their half. Yeah, exactly. And then so that's the sort of where we attack with a five that hopefully pins back their defense. But then also Leicester's exit points, obviously, through someone like Tielemans, who's, as we know, we've been keeping a key eye on him. Um, but he's so technically secure and he can take the ball on the half turn and then bang, he can set up an attack. So I think with that two three shape 
our fullbacks will obviously be inverted. And I think they're set up in that way to hopefully restrict the likes of Justin and Castagna bombing on going forward. And then also we're going to have hopefully people like Partey, Partey, Saliba, Gabriel, all in those pockets where they can break up play. And if there is a foot race, we've got that pace in behind now. But I think the key will be restricting Leicester's exits to the wing backs and then also stopping the likes of Tielemans and Madison as their exit points. Because get the ball into either of them two and they can thread like a, a 10 out of 10 pass through to Vardy. So I think that's how I see it going forward. And uh, yeah, just hope we start really quickly, aggressive, like you said, pin them back with attacking from the front. Um, yeah, and that's what I'm hoping to see. And think I think that's how Leicester are trying to approach it. Yeah, I think with. they're going to look to get us on the counter and with the yeah. pace and especially with the clinical um, Vardy. The, the only thing I guess I would say is it sounds like the rumours in the rumour mill are that we're going to be speaking to the Leicester kind of counterparts about like Tielemans while they're here, okay. while they're visiting the city. Oh, really? So, I've not seen that. Yeah, so it's from that Con Marble Halls on Twitter and um, one of these kind of ITKs that it's hard to know if they have sources or not, but they get yeah. some things right. So I hope he's right about us buying a set of yeah. Cool. This is a very quick one. I'm not going to go over the data because we covered this on my other show, Net That Hall, yesterday. So it's just a quick plug for my co-host, FPL Lens. He does these matchups where he has a tactical focus on every game. So if you want to look at this in more detail, go watch the net that whole episode for game week two or go to FPL Lens's Twitter if you're on pod and you can't see the graphic. Um, it's just a tactical focus of Leicester's passing network. It kind of shows um, something that he's developed on net XG and so net expected goals. And the thing I want to call out from this slide before we move on to score predictions is he kind of on the net XG model has Arsenal at a 18% um, chance of scoring zero goals, 33% chance of scoring one. 27% chance of scoring two, 14% of three, and 6% chance of four. Now, on the flip side, um, Leicester are a 25% chance of scoring zero, 37% chance of scoring one, and then 24% chance of scoring two. So the way I see it is that we're more likely to score two goals under this model than we are to score zero. And one goal for us is the most likely, but one goal for Leicester is also the most likely. So when we come to the predictions, I was going to kind of use this to form it. I'm not sure I see a clean sheet here. And I'm looking at, I hope it's an emphatic number of goals from us, but I'm looking at like a 3-1 victory is kind of my prediction. But for anyone who wants to read this graphic in more detail, uh, come back on the VOD and screenshot this 10-minute, 59-time stamp to have a look. But um, yeah, let's do our score prediction. So that's my one, 3-1. Is that yours then, yeah? 3-1? So yeah. is that informed through what you've just read out from Lenz? Or, uh, is partly. Gab uh, Gabriel, but it's at FPL yeah. Lenz. Yeah, so, okay. so it's partly informed by him. Um there is a low chance of us scoring three goals, so it's not fully informed by him. <clears throat> there is like we've got a fourteen percent chance um, of scoring yeah. three, but I just think that at home with the wider pitch that you've talked about before, we'll be able to play our style more. And I think as long as we come out aggressively out of the pack, then I I'm very confident that as long as we can get an early goal in the first half, that we should be able to score quite a few more. Um, yeah. I don't think they're as strong defensively as Palace were, so I I'm really confident of our goals. I just. I think we were lucky to get a clean sheet last week and I'm not confident that yeah, that will continue this week. But what about you? What's your scoreline? So, ironically, I uh, my, my score prediction is 2-0 to Arsenal. Um, but I'm more confident in a clean sheet tomorrow than... Well, I wasn't confident last week, but 
just what you said, I agree, like how lucky we were to keep that clean sheet last week. I just think the game tomorrow, we're going to have more of the ball. I think, like I said, <clears throat> Leicester are going to look to attack us on the counter, in my opinion. And I think just structurally, we obviously there we can get hurt because it's, like I said, high risk, high reward. But I think structurally how we're set up, we're well equipped to deal with that counter. Um, so, yeah, I'm going 2-0. And that, that's what I was saying about, like, obviously, I've got triple Arsenal in um, fantasy. I think if you're looking at kind of margins and if you had to roll a dice 100 times what the score could be, I think there are scenarios where the game tomorrow could be 3-4-5-0 just because of yeah. yeah variance and, like, yeah, like you said, the, the size of the pitch. I think we're more equipped to imprint our game and structure on... How about goal um, scorers then? Why don't we predict that while we're in this section? One one thing I was just going to say though is like the fact that to consider tomorrow, this is going to sound very clop, but um, with the heat, right? Like I know when I've played football, when I'm in a team where we're chasing the ball for a lot of the time, and that heat, that's a hard thing to do. Like it ties players out mentally and physically. So I'm hoping if we can be dominant with the ball, shift Leicester's structure around. So move the ball and move them out of place. Obviously, our whole attack is so fluid. If we can kind of keep moving and doing that, I think it will force errors that way. Um, and I don't think goals would need to be perfectly constructed tomorrow to go in. So, yeah. I'm just just to read out some of the predictions of the guys in the chat, the AFC Bite Sizes, yeah, uh, family. We've had more than 10 concurrent viewers for most of the stream. So this is a record high for us. Really pleased with that if we can get into double digits for the season ahead. Um, so Mike Halpin, Says the last two results were 2-0 Vardy Blank. He's going 2-0 again. Order and Brennan is going 2-1 Arsenal. Goal from both Gabriels. But I think he means maybe Martinelli and Jesus. I, I would well, hope it's... Um, Gabriel Brace I would hope it's Gabriel <laughs> centre-back. Yeah. So that's a tough one. And Mike Halpin saying Jesus and Martinelli. So for my three goals, I'm looking at a Jesus brace and a Martinelli goal or Saka goal. I don't know which one, but they're going to assist nice. each other either way, I think. What about you? Uh, yeah, I'm really happy with what you're saying there. But I'm going Jesus, and I think we'll score from a set piece tomorrow. I'm going Gabriel. I wanted to say Saliba, but yeah, I'm going. I'm going Gabriel. We'll go That's Gabriel. actually what I'm thinking. All right. So while we come to the end of the quick preview pod, um, anyone who's got any questions in the live chat, drop them in now. Um, while you're getting any final questions in before we wrap up. Just thought I'd put this up from Glenn Harriet, who's asking who else is going to be the Emirates for this one. So I know obviously you are Clayton. Um, I don't know what time you're going to be at the 12 pins, but um, maybe if Glenn can get there as well and he's with some friends, like he can drop you a tweet yeah, and you yeah, guys can have a drink pre-game or post-game. Yeah, so drop drop Clayton a message um, on I'm Twitter. I'm hoping and... to be in the area from around half 10, 11. So um, yeah, just drop me a message. Awesome. Yeah, so I think unless there's any other questions, just a big thank you to everyone. Um, this was obviously a shorter format. Let us know, give us some feedback, what you think. Do, do you like the sound of doing a quick, preview pod maybe after presses going forwards um yeah every week it would be like a lunchtime thing um and then equally we'll still do the review pods on like a sunday or monday depending on when the match is um that would be slightly longer maybe 30 to 40 minutes um but before we go there is one question one final question from mike Harper, which is a good one obviously i'm sure you've seen the rumors of um city preparing a bid for tierney he's asking would you sell tierney to man city for 50 million I, I i'll let you go first because yeah i don't know if they bid 50 million yeah, I don't know if they'd be 50 million. I think he's put a price that I'd find hard to say no to. I don't think they'd bid that. I, I, I think it's just transfer rumours. I don't think they'll bid that. They say late swoop, so it might be like a deadline day thing. 
I'm not convinced. I think Arteta wants two players in every position was his talk. And we've sent out Nuno now. And I just can't see a world in which he would want to let Tierney go. Um, I think it would have to be 50 million minimum. And even then, I'm not sure he would consider it. I know I've said he's very injury prone, but um, I would like to keep hold of him. Um, without his injury issues, he could have very well been a contender for captaincy of the club. So I really rate him and I think he has a lot to offer with um, the depth that we're going to need with the Europa this season. So I, I personally wouldn't sell him, but I think 50 million starts to make me hesitant and start thinking, oh, okay, this could be exciting. Like if we spend that on a winger and a CM, sure, but not if we just get 50 million and do nothing. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same as you. I think a lot of it, I, I wouldn't accept that now. I'd really like the balance that <clears throat> Zinchenko and Tierney offer in that left-back position because stylistically they're quite different and I think that's what gives us really good versatility and tactical flexibility. Um, but one thing which will be quite interesting is to see how Tavares gets on at, on gets on on loan at Marseille and then um, see next summer when we come to review that position. Maybe we do cash in on Kieran Tierney next summer. But Maybe he right, can right now, that chaos, I yeah. I don't think I would do it right now. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to hold on to him and I would hate to think he would go the other way. Um, but yeah, so 17 minute 20, I think it's good for a first short preview. We pod. actually Thanks went bite-sized. <laughs> yeah, this is the first ever like fully bite-sized episode. We'll put it on pod for anyone who missed it. Um, please do support the channel. Obviously, if you're new to the channel, do subscribe as we try to get our journey to 100. Um, we need 100 subscribers to have a custom page URL. So we can't call ourselves AFC bite-sized pod in the channel name until we get to 100 subs. I think we're about 30, 40 off that. So please do support. Um, if you found this interesting or useful, smash that like button, leave a review on Spotify and Apple if you're on podcasts. And yeah, just let us know your feedback and let us know what you'd like to cover in the previews and reviews going forward. This will be a regular format. And we're also looking for some guests. So anyone in international breaks who wants to come on and do maybe like a special where we do like a round table. We've got Adam from 3-5-Who. There's Bobby Love is keen. So Maybe Mike Halpin wants to come on. But yeah, anyone who watches us regularly and wants to maybe join a fans round table and just have a bit of fun during the international break, do let me know um, on Twitter. But yeah, thanks everyone. Uh, we were the Arsenal Bites Out podcast, obviously. Um, good luck tomorrow to us. And I hope that all our predictions of a win, and I hope that part of it at least comes right because it'll be nice to start the season with six points. But um, yeah, see you guys uh, soon. And have fun at the Emirates tomorrow, Clayton. Nice one. Cheers, everyone. Up the Arsenal. Take care, guys. Up the Arsenal.